0: Welcome to The Beacon, an East Coast gamer podcast. This is a podcast for East Coast gamers like myself who are looking for a community to be a part of. I'm starting this podcast to be a launch point for a movement in gaming. One that unites all gaming, be that esports players, developers, casual gamers, or just other video game geeks like myself. On this show, we're gonna talk about a lot of different things. Maybe it'll be the business of games, Maybe it'll be an in-depth into eSports. No matter what, the key goal is this is a place for all gamers. I'm your host Jade, and I've been an avid gamer for over 20 years. I've gotten lost in card games to video games and everything in between. I've always had a passion for video games, and I've based my entire career around it. I love watching the major shows like E3, attending conferences like GDC, and just talking about the major news that shakes the entire industry. Growing up, these always seemed like faraway things that never made a difference in where we lived. Today, though, the gamer community on the East Coast has begun to grow. This is in part due to the wider reach of the Internet and gaming being accepted by the public. With our community taking shape, it's the best time to talk in depth about how today's events can help us create a better place for all gamers. We're going to start with something super important to our community's growth, and that is faith in the industry. In the last decade, the gaming industry on the East Coast has come a long way. Ten years ago, when I was looking for a mentor in gaming, they were very few and far between. I was lucky enough to find some that have become very good friends, and they've helped me become better in my career. I'm happy to say that today, on all fronts, the community is a lot more active and welcoming than it used to be. Be that to developers, designers, or esports players, we have done so much to make this a place for gamers. That being said, we constantly find ourselves playing a balancing act here on the East Coast, and I'm sure in other places too. The public image here is one that is still stuck with the classic image of the gamer, one where the hobby and the industry are based on a waste of time. As fans of games, we know that is simply not the case, and that the impact of the thing that we hold so dear is a lot more than just a waste of time. It's a battle that we have been winning so far, but it hasn't been made easy by news events that paint the business of games in a poor light. This leads us to today's case study that I want to look at. CD Projekt Red's latest release of Cyberpunk 2077. First of all, I don't blame any of the devs for the problems that this game is facing. It's a bold project that took a lot of time to build, and everyone on that team should be proud of coming together to build something so amazing. Cyberpunk 2077 is an open-world, first-person RPG that was first announced in 2012, shortly after the release of The Witcher 2. It was to be an open-world game that pushed the limits of the PS4 and Xbox One and immerse players in the living world of Night City. Based on the tabletop RPG series of the same name, Cyberpunk 2077 increased the hype for the game by showing off stunning visuals, announcing great features, and surprising people with the internet's favorite boyfriend, Keanu Reeves. The game itself had its release pushed three times in 2020 moving from April 2020 to the eventual release on December 10th, 2020. A month before its release, CD Projekt Red held an investors meeting and, when asked, stated that the last-gen version of the game ran surprisingly well. In the days leading up to its release, major gaming news sites were given their review copies on PC alone. They were told to play the game and only use the provided footage for their video reviews. This led to many great reviews for the games, and 13 million copies sold on day one. Immediately on release, problems began to be seen in copies for last gen consoles. The games were impossible to play, and many fans were outraged at the quality of the game. How did this happen, and how can we use this example to help us better build our communities? How did this happen? Without knowing the full details from the inside of CD Projekt Red, which I will be calling CDPR from now on, we can only look at the news updates. CDPR had talked a lot about not wanting a culture of crunch at their studio. Yet in the months leading up to the delays, there were several reports of crunch already happening. Once the delays began, a memo was going around that showed the studio's workweek had already turned into six days and overtime. The psychological effects of these work conditions are not good for any employee and result in a fair bit of burnout in the video games industry. This was only one factor that led to this weak result though. The other major concern was the poor judgment from their leaders that had them taking risks that did not pay off. Their first delay was almost predictable. With a global pandemic shutting many studios down and shifting to work from home, delays with games were inevitable. Their next delays happened in their attempt to meet quality in the version that they thought would be the most played, that being the PC one. This resulted in a rough version for the last generation consoles and a next-gen version pending the new year. A recent announcement from CDPR has put the fixing of these problems as their priority, leaving the next-gen version release late in 2021. The most baffling part of the problem was their lack of focus on the last-gen consoles and their false statement about its state in their investors' call. This was a game that had been made since the start of the last generation, and yet they seemed to ignore these consoles altogether. What happened? This seems to stem from their leaders deciding to hide the true ability of last-gen versions to meet investor demand to release on time. This put them in a very bad position. They pushed the product out the door earlier than they should have and hid the state of the product until after it was in the hands of the player. The anger that follows stemmed from these two things, broken promises and poor judgment. What can we learn from this? It's practices like this that shakes people's faith in our industry. Putting out an unpolished product and hiding that fact makes it seem like profits are the only thing on our minds. As a business owner myself, I know that we must make money to keep the lights on but our reputation is worth a lot more to us than a few extra dollars. CDPR was a golden child of the industry for a long time, creating what many have said is the game of the generation with The Witcher 3. That reputation does two things for developer. It gives them a lot of confidence to create something amazing, and it fills them with an immense fear of disappointing fans. This is what spurred the developers at CDPR to continue pushing the game forward, to create such an expansive world that people could get lost in to release the game well before it was ready. They wanted to make the consumer happy, but failed to fulfill the one promise that every gamer expects, that the product is playable. They put the promise of the release date before the promise of playability, and this poor judgment resulted in the situation that we have today. Moving forward, we all should keep this lesson in mind, that we have a promise to fulfill to our communities, and that is to have fun before anything else. The moment we put another objective ahead of this is the moment that can result in lackluster experiences that paint our entire industry in a bad light. We must remember that the actions of each of us can have a lasting effect on the way people perceive what we love. If we keep the promise of fun at the core of our ventures, we'll push our entire community to new places we would never have imagined. One last tidbit. Here are some last thoughts as an East Coaster. Community is everything to us. Our kitchen parties, the close-knit neighborhoods, the overall feeling of the East Coast is one of community and friendship. For us, a mistake like the one made by CDPR seems hard to believe. A mistake like this here could cripple the entire sector in the region. Although this may seem like a dire problem, it's actually a strength that we can harness. The values that we have as East Coasters are unique to us, and we should use them to our advantage. Our built-in kindness is an asset that you don't see anywhere else in Canada. It's a tool for us as gamers, players, and owners to use to build a better sense of community. If we can do that, our communities will stick with us through the hardest of times and support us over any hurdles. Thanks for listening to The Beacon, an East Coast Gamer podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please consider following or leaving a review. Both will help the project out. For more perspectives on all things interactive, check out the website at bit.ly/eastcoastgamer, or drop into the Twitch stream at twitch.tv/eastcoastgamer. I want to give a big thanks to Streambeats.com for the use of copyright-free music. It makes producing content like this a lot easier. I've been your host Jade. I hope you enjoyed the show. Now get out there and keep gaming.